Hello, welcome to Alaska Tracy's podcast. Here you can find information on marketing, business, and inspirational stories. So thanks for joining. Hey everyone, and welcome to episode 36 of Alaska Tracy's podcast. I am sitting here in the midst of quite a bit of clutter right before the holidays with a retreat, a vision mapping meditation retreat for women coming up right after Christmas. So it's literally less than three weeks away. And I thought it would be a good time to talk to you about stress, all sorts of stress, holiday stress, earthquake stress, which I can relate to that, and any other kind of stress that you might be having in business or in life. I thought I would share the tips and tools that get me through the stressful times. And each and every time that I get to share the tips and tools, I get to be reminded to practice them myself. Somebody recently asked me how it was going for me, what I preach to other people. I was reminded actually that I wasn't practicing very well. So I thought what a great time to do a podcast on stress and and it's not really managing stress, it's letting go of it. So here we go. Recently in Anchorage, Alaska, we had a 7.1, 7.2, 7.0 earthquake. Boy, did it rattle my world, as well as a lot of other people. I'm one of those people that is hypersensitive to other people's reactions and responses and energy. And so I was, I was really feeling a lot of the aftershocks and a lot of what other people were thinking and feeling I was listening to, I was buying into, and I was getting very wrapped around the axle. I could feel the energy all around me heightened. I mean, an earthquake that big definitely shook us up. (laughs) Um, And it, it disturbed a lot of us. And the bottom line is, Mother Nature is in control And what a form of powerlessness. So we just had a little bit of damage. A mirror fell, some glass fell. We are up located up on a mountain on bedrock in an old log home, which is very, very sturdy and and very safe. Uh, However, when you're rocking and rolling for 30 seconds, and things are falling all around you, it's, it's frightening. It was frightening for me and frightening for our puppy, our German Shepherd Malinois puppy, and our other dog as well. Then we had a lot of aftershocks, and we still actually are having aftershocks. I think they're up to over 5,000 right now, and they said that they could go on for up to a year. So what I know for all things to do with stress is that when I'm focusing on the problem, it intensifies everything around me. So we headed off 
for a trip to Maui, oh, four days after the earthquake, and we were still having quite a few shakeups. And I was focusing, every time I felt an aftershock, I got on Twitter and I looked to see what it was, what, what the number was of the aftershock, and then I started reading other people's responses, and then I got on Facebook, and I mean, it just escalated. I was over-focusing. So, of course, I was feeling every single aftershock. My, our German Shepherd, uh, Malinois, Chansey, she was dialed into me. She was watching for my response. She was reacting. I was watching her reaction. I was reacting to her reaction. I mean, it was just crazy. A lot of in my head. A lot of talking about it. Talking about it with everyone, with anyone, with family, with my husband, with, with everyone. So we were in Maui and um, getting updates from the pet sitters, the house sitters. Uh, each time there was an aftershock, we would get updates and about how the dogs were reacting, uh, different things that were happening within the house. A couple times all the drawers were open. Um, and the gal that was keeping in touch with me was sending me updates via Facebook Messenger. And so then I was on Facebook and then I was reading. It was like four days into our trip to Maui and I'm still wrapped up about the earthquake and the aftershocks and not wanting to go back to Anchorage. I still had like seven more days in Maui. Finally, my husband looked at me. He had had it. I could tell every time I, I started talking about the fear. He would just look at me. Finally, he stopped and he looked at me and he said, wow. And I knew exactly what he was going to say. He said, wow, you preach to people about focus and what you focus on expands. And man, you are off the chart focused on this. I think that was his way really of saying, I'm done. I am not having this conversation with you anymore. Really, I wanted to run because when I get in fear, I, 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 I want to cut and run. I don't know about you guys, but that's my MO. The good news is I don't do that anymore. I have all these new tools. So I thought, I need to change my focus because what I focus on expands. So I told the pet sitters that I would not be responding on Facebook Messenger, that texting would work for me. And I started practicing. I didn't do it perfectly. I practiced controlled scrolling and controlled looking. And, and I did not download the Earthquake app. And I started focusing on the beauty around me. The beach right out our front door. Miles and miles of beach and sunshine. I started reading the book that I had downloaded on my on my little, um, um, what is it called? My little book reader, whatever. I can't think of the name of it right now. I started changing my focus. I started focusing on the good food and uh, the fresh limes and fresh lemons and uh, our friends that were over there and business acquaintances, and I, I started shifting my focus. I was still a little nervous to come back home. And then I created a plan for when I got back, what I would do when the next aftershock happened. 
I know what I focus on expands. So if an aftershock happens and I change the focus to be something fun for my Chansey and I, maybe it wouldn't be so bad. So I created a plan. In business and in life, things are going to happen and they're going to derail us. If we can create a plan, written plan, with accountability attached to it, people that we're going to be accountable to, measurability, measuring that we're actually moving forward to the destination, to the goal, to the vision, instead of backsliding. The chances of living a productive, joyous, happy life are better than without a plan. And I know this. I teach this. So the plan was put in place. I got home, and we've been home. um, It'll be a week tomorrow. It'll be a week tomorrow that we've been home. And I have, I've probably felt several aftershakes. Sometimes they happen and I, I don't even know they're happening. I'll look up and I'll see a light moving or a Christmas tree ornament moving. So I know we are moving. Or sometimes it's in my head. I think we're moving and we're not. And, and I've stopped getting on Twitter and looking to see or getting on the U.S. GS website to see what the aftershock was, if it really even happened. I've stopped hopping onto Facebook right away to see if other people felt it. And my focus has, has changed. I have not noticed as many of them. I, I did get all the ornaments on the tree the other day, and we had like a four point, I don't know, 4.5 or something like that. And, and I could hear uh, well, it was odd because Chansey started getting anxious about 45 minutes before it happened. She was very, very anxious. And so she is doing training. Again, we have a plan in place for when her anxiety hits, what to do, right? I've had to learn through a trainer how to, how to create a calm presence for her to calm her down. So I, I was doing those things. I was focusing on her. I was in the present with, with her. And then it, it hit, and just her and I were in the house. And so the plan in my head kicked into place. We went into the spare room. If it was going to last, I was going to climb into the kennel with her because I knew we'd be safe in there and I would fit in there with her. Um, we stood under the door jam. I got on my knees and I said a prayer and I calmly pet her. And she didn't seem quite as anxious. I mean, she still was very anxious. It was just a a little bit less. Imagine that. I was a little less anxious. And then the plan was to go outside and play. So I put on my gear. I said, we're going to go outside. We're going to go play. Put on my gear and out the door we went. And with that, my husband and the other dog showed up and And all was fine. So what we focus on expands with every single thing in life. With natural disasters, with happiness in our life, with excitement in our life, with fear. We can change our focus 
That's the only thing that we have power to do. We are unable to change what Mother Nature throws at us. Oftentimes, we're unable to change how, well, all, all the time, how other people react. We are able to change how and what we are focusing on. When it's hard to change the focus, there's other tools. Because it's easy to say, change your focus. Just quit doing what you're doing. I don't know if you've ever watched the Bob Newhart video, Stop It. If you haven't, check it out. It's called, just Google Bob Newhart, Stop It. It's, it's really funny. So it's, it's easy to sit here and say, just change your focus. When we're in fear, it's, it's hard to do. If we practice meditation, quieting our minds, it becomes a little bit easier over time to change the focus. Because through the power of meditation, we're, we're, we're sitting still, we're watching our thoughts, and we're creating a pause in our life. So when something happens and when fear arises, fear will, there's that built-in pause that we've been practicing, that we've been practicing daily. And through that pause, we can shift our focus. So I've amped up my meditation. This morning I did a 10-minute, 11-minute meditation, and I had a thought go through my head that, huh, maybe it's time to up the meditation even a little more to 20 or 30 minutes. Maybe not. Maybe so. I'm open to that. I'm open to doing whatever it takes to create a calmness in my life so that Fear does not have to overrule all my thoughts, all my actions, all my reactions, and I'm able to come from a place of hope and a place of goodness. There is so much good in the world, and there are so many good people. And since I've been back to Anchorage, Alaska, I've seen so much goodness. I've seen neighbors helping neighbors. I've seen I've seen so much good in just a week since I've gotten back. There is so much goodness. I want to be dialed into the goodness. I want to be in the mainstream of the goodness, hope, light. The tools I know to get there are praying to uh, some sort of a higher power, um, Mother Nature, God, Buddha, whatever you believe in, turning, surrendering the day over to this higher power, and then meditation, practicing being still, watching our thoughts to create the pause. I've been asked lately from several people about meditation. Um, I did a podcast, I think it's 
episode three. I'll put it in the show notes for you on a guided meditation. Very, very simple guided meditation. I think we tend to overthink meditation and it can be very simple. It can be three to five minutes. I also have used uh, guided meditations with Tara Brock, T-A-R-A, Brock, B-R-A-C-H, and I'll put her name and uh, Facebook page in the show notes as well. She does a guided meditation every Wednesday afternoon. I believe it's 3 or 4 Pacific time. However, it's saved on her Facebook page, so you can go back and look at it. And she does a half an hour. If you're new and it's hard to sit still for that long, practice. Practice what you can sit still for and commend yourself for that. Let go of judgment of needing to sit still for her whole meditation. If you're new, or even if you're an old-time meditator, I've practiced for 20 years, and sometimes I get itchy after 5 minutes, after 10 minutes. It's okay. Commend yourself for the practice. Practice, practice, practice. Practice, practice, practice helps the pause to be incorporated into our lives. So she does, I believe, a half an hour meditation, and then she does a half an hour of talking about a topic pertaining to that meditation, and she shares stories that are really funny and interesting so she's a, a great tool to get started if, if you would like a guide. Uh, and I've, I've used her for years. And again, I'll put the guided one that I've done on the podcast. I'll put the podcast episode in the show notes. A teacher years ago told me when I was complaining about the holidays and saying how awful they were and how I couldn't stand them, she said that I was able to change the tape anytime that I wanted to. Meaning I could stop talking about how awful the holidays were and I could replace it with, I love the holidays. I could change the focus. And guess what happened? I started liking the holidays. We can change our focus. It's one of the few things we can change. I, I change my hair color too. <laughs> I was talking to my husband about that. I'm like, oh, it's one of the few things that I can change, my hair color um, and my hairstyle. I like change. I thrive on it. And yet when it hits me in a way that I wasn't ready for, like an earthquake or a shift in business or a shift in life, when I haven't created the change, it fear arises. So there's tools for the fear. Or we can stay in the fear and get stuck 
and and weighted down and and um, ugh. I'm choosing hope and light and love today, and I and I do that through the power of prayer, meditation, sharing my experience with you so that you too can live a life that is truly filled with goodness, with joy, with hope, with love in all things. So I want to thank you for joining in today. Please comment below if this has been helpful to you. Remember to subscribe so that you get the latest and greatest podcast episode. And please share with your friends. I appreciate that. This podcast episode today is sponsored by Alaska Tracy's 2019 Women's Vision Mapping Meditation Retreat in beautiful, outside of Wasilla, Alaska, and at the beautiful Gathering Place. It's a wonderful venue that is oh truly going to be a delight we are a small intimate gathering and women can expect to leave with their completed 12-month vision map written plan for the next 12 months it, the event will be catered and there's going to be a women's self-defense session so if you would like more information on the upcoming retreat or to be waitlisted for Alaska Tracy's summer retreat in June outside uh, uh, Homer, Alaska in beautiful Soldovia, please comment below or email me. Alaska spelled out Tracy, T-R-A-C-Y at alaskatracy.com. Thank you for listening.